So thank you so much for joining me. And um, for having me, Andrew. how are you going first and foremost during COVID-19? Uh, look, I, I was going really well. Uh, I, I kind of hit a bit of a wall last week. I, I think just got, got over being at home too, too, too much. At home every day, juggling with the kids and homeschooling and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, I'd let my exercise slip. It kind of dawned on me just, just two days ago. I, I was feeling horrible. I was like, what's changed? Early on in the piece, I was loving it. Uh, and I realised what's changed is that I'd let the the regular exercise in the morning slip. It's gotten. I mean, I'm in Melbourne. It's um gotten freezing cold in the morning, so mm-hmm. I've been sleeping in a bit longer and getting out of bed and, and, and getting onto work, but not but missing the exercise. And um, so I was struggling there for a while. Back at it now. Uh, back doing exercise the last couple of mornings and, and feeling much better for it. Awesome, man. And actually, I wanted to say before we get into it, I wanted to thank you because. I was going to say this off record, but I'm going to make it public. The make it when we did, our, yeah, because yeah. like when we did, when we did our Zoom, I was being like, I was looking everywhere. I wanted to start the podcast. I was got so confused about which software to use because you know you get stuck in YouTube videos, like what podcast software or videos should I use? Mm-hmm. And it's just like everyone's got a different opinion. You're like, no, nah, man, just use Zoom, and I'll sh- just just yeah. basically watch me do it. So I wanted to say thank you for that yeah. inspiration and encouragement. I don't know whether you. Knew that, but I really appreciated that very that's much. All right. That's all awesome. right. That's nice of you to say. Yeah, so you got me on course. Now you've unleashed a beast. I just wanted to let you know that. Yeah, see, so episode nine now. You're going well then. Thank you, man. I am. Um, I don't have I don't have as much luck and success as you do in, in getting people on. That's probably because you're a smarter, probably you're, you're a lot better at this than I am, and you definitely look smarter than I do, so... That's probably why you get more guests. My, than my, my tip for you and anyone else that might be catching this afterwards is you've, you've got to ask people. So you put a post out, like I'm sitting here today because you put a post out asking for people to to join you and, and you were kind enough to join me a, a while back when I when I did one, um, so kind of returning the favour. But what I was doing with most of it, I was actually directly messaging people saying, hey, I'm doing this thing. Would you, would you be uh, willing to join me? particularly during isolation everyone's sitting at home got nothing else to do and not really talking to anyone new um mm-hmm. so a lot of people were actually coming back uh, probably a third of the messages went unanswered but two-thirds mm-hmm. of people came back and oh yeah that's a great idea i'd love to join you so well i was watching you got, yeah, yeah you had nick bell on and um obviously from being an seo for so long of he's definitely someone that will be an interesting conversation to have um i know he's pivoted away from seo um that would just be an interesting conversation because this is somebody that I've known of for a long time in this space, but never actually had a conversation with. So, how did you find Nick? Talking to Nick, uh, how did I, so I've I've known Nick for. Do you mean how did I find him, as in to talk to, or or, or how did I get him to oh, I agree to sit, sit down? Yeah, with both. Yeah, either, both. Um, how long have you known him for? So, 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 so like Nick's a, Nick's a champion uh, and, you you know, you see a lot of the stuff that he puts out, the content that he puts out. He's very he's very giving with his ideas and, and, and he's more than happy to, to chat. Um, he's unique in that, like, he's done very well in business for himself but he's also very open to talking about his successes and failures whereas you find a lot of other people that have done well in business for themselves. They might have sold their business and walked away with a pile of money, uh, but they're often very reserved about that. Whereas Nick will, you know, when I, when I 
chatted with him and you can see it in the video there he quite openly talks about like the dollars that he got and the and the offers that he was getting that he walked away from whereas not many people uh, are that open uh, to it um i guess i i've I've known Nick from a distance for, for a little while. I was introduced to him uh, by a, a, a client, an existing financial planning client of mine a, a while back. Uh, we've spoken on and off uh, ever since. And so I reached out to him saying I was doing these, I was doing LinkedIn live interviews. You know, would he be willing to share his story uh, with, with me via a LinkedIn live? And he, he was gracious enough to say yes. And and uh, so I sat down with him for 20 minutes or so and just kind of picked his brain about about what he did and, and how, how it all unfolded. Awesome. And you you are a natural man. Like I've watched some of your content. I'm like, you're you, 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 you're Ray, you're Ray Martin 3.0, man. Like you're very <laughs> engaging. You, you, you're very, I don't know whether it's something you worked on, but it's, I'm, I, I, I like, I, I enjoy watching you for your presentation skills because that's obviously an area that I definitely want to improve on. It's, it's, it's just part of, I think so. If you if you went back to to high school and there's you know a few of few of the guys that I went to high school with are connected with on on LinkedIn. When I first started doing videos on there, one of them reached out to me and he said like it's so strange to think like like the the person that people knew of me at high school to think that I'm putting a camera in front of my face and talking like that's just mind boggling. I was the the shyest, most reserved kid uh, out there. I think I. I got over and Gary V, and we're both big fans of Gary V. He's kind of been uh, I've been watching enough of his stuff for, for long enough that it's like and I kind of got to this realization that like yes, you look like that, yes, you sound like that. Everyone knows that it. it's only it's only in your own head that you don't think your voice sounds like that, and you've got nothing worthwhile to say. Um, so I just started putting stuff out there and just snowballed. So it's yeah, not like practice or anything. It just like like you, I, I sit and look at your stuff. I think there's tremendous value in the stuff that you do. It's just the Thank person that the, the person that's doing it, they always think it's rubbish. But to someone else, it's 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 great. Um, so I get I get a lot of people kind of messaging yeah. me about video doing videos for LinkedIn, and it's like, well, just just do a video and put it out there. Like it's going to be great. Uh, it's just you mm -hmm. that thinks it's crap. Yep, and that's that was a conversation that I had uh, when a lead called me, and they do they were selling cakes online and things like that. But they're very shy to to go on social media because they worry about how their hair looks and and they're worried about their voice and this and that. I'm like, you just you've got to overcome it if if, if you're going to start a business and this is how we consume content, this is how people engage with you. You've got to get over the stuff that you think is wrapping up in your mind, but you don't know whether that's everybody's uh, same opinion of you. And even if it is, you just got to learn to deal with the haters. Like I, I had people tell me, my voice sounds like I've just eaten six razor blades and 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 i and i want you to go and 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 end your life like to, to that effect and i'm just like that's totally cool man like i mean th th there's problems in those people in, in that person's life to want to 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 discourage someone else like that and you just learn to just water off a duck's back um, but it's hard yeah. for a lot of people when i can understand why it's wrong. yeah the couple of so for for a few weeks there, I was doing a daily live uh, kind of interview thing like like this on on LinkedIn when we first went into isolation, uh, and 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 two or so weeks into it, one day after another, I had two people comment, two different people comment on my live video saying, "I'm getting no value from this. How do I unsubscribe from this? I have no interest in this." And like going back there and saying, "Well, you don't have to watch it. Like it's just it pops up on the feed. You don't have to 
there and watch it is the first thing. <laughs> but if you don't like it, just unsubscribe from me. Like remove the connection request and you won't see it again. So people are going to, if you if you put stuff out there, someone somewhere is going to say they hate it and you just yeah. need to accept that and move on. And so these two guys, I, I just kind of went in and said, look, un, un, you know, remove the connection and so be it. Move on. You're either the spectator or the player, man. And once you get in the ring, you've got to just be 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 ready for what comes with that. And um, and I think when you run social media ads and you get 10, 15, 20,000 people on Instagram to watch your content, you do get some interesting comments. Um, and, um, yeah. and and people are ready to criticise you. But, you know, I knew you were a Gary Vee fan because I'm like, this guy's on TikTok and he's in the finance <laughs> and he's in the financial industry and the reason that i i think that's absolutely amazing is man and i'll tell you the reason that i'm on it and i um but for you it's like i i mean i'm telling jewelers and where their demographic is literally on tiktok and yeah, all the same yeah. things they're saying about tiktok they said about instagram um and when i see you on there it makes me so happy because I want to show my clients who literally the demographics on TikTok, like the 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old girl or guy ready to propose, they're on TikTok, they're singing. Why wouldn't you want to be where they are? Um, especially their yeah. studio in Melbourne, and Melbourne has a big TikTok community. I'm just like, it's unbelievable that you're not, if you're not thinking uh, about social media in that way. And when I see you on there, I'm like, I knew straight away this guy must be listening to Gary Vee or somebody. You're listening to the gurus, man, and um, and yeah. and so that's awesome. So, I, 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 and I thank you for liking my stuff on there. But um, I know, yeah. and I think it's great Still that you're like, trying to find trying to find my way on there. It's um, you won't <laughs> it's you won't find. Me. I haven't yet built up the courage to do any of the dance videos. Uh, I don't think you'll see. I don't think you'll see any of them from from me at any at any time soon. But just trying it more than anything just to see you know what like what works what doesn't um and and just try and try and try and work this work it out a bit so well if you look at instagram if you look at instagram it started a very i mean you've got the picture of the camera it was all really around photography and taking photos and selfies and it's sort of just evolved into so much more than that and 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 that's the same thing that's going to happen in TikTok, and and it's it's very interesting space. I get told that people people come up to me and say, "You you you're, have you heard of Gary v, Gary V?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you just like him." And I'm like, "Okay, well, that's not that great for me personally because I feel like I don't want to imitate anybody." Um, do you have anyone that 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 people tell you that, that you remind them of? Because I know who you remind no, me of. Not no not really. Um, mm. I, I get there's a few like you can I can spot I can spot the Gary V fans from the content that, <laughs> that people put on on LinkedIn and you know, they're doing podcasts and they're doing all of these different things and it's and it's and it's brilliant you know I, I would encourage more people to do it and I kind of I'd like to get your views on it um, but uh, you can I can spot them but I don't get anyone that says oh you know you sound like this person or you sound like that is is there someone that you think I I sound like or I remind you of. I'm, I'll keep I'll, I'll keep that off here. I'll tell you that after. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think it's great. And, and the thing is, like I said, like before, I reckon you, you you're crushing it with the social media. And I knew you. I mean, anyone can just listen to somebody, but actually taking the advice, getting yourself up in front of camera, being vulnerable, be ready for the criticism. Um, the the one thing when people say you're like Gary Vee, and, and I always tell them the same thing. I remember getting up and shouting and screaming in 2008 
when I was in my full-time SEO position talking and actually having debates um, with with other SEOs in the same company I was working for when we would have this whole, and I'll get into it later, link building versus content marketing, which one's more important if you can only focus on one. And I was always hammering content marketing, always hammering. Now, from an SEO point of view, I was hammering it. I wasn't hammering it from social media. But I remember when I, before I even heard of Gary V, I was running ads on Facebook in 2012 and I look back at some of the dumbest things that I did because I was actually generating inquiries and leads, but I stopped using it. And it was so cheap, yeah. man. It was ridiculously cheap. I'm talking like eight years ago, like like 10 bucks would get me like a thousand people. And they'll ask me, why did I stop? Because I was I got into this, which I've changed now, got into this SEO first marketer second mindset. And yeah, okay. now I've switched that and go, no, I'm a marketer first, SEO second. And I can elaborate. We can go into that more. Um, but did you want to know so my views on what? Sorry. Well, just on that. Well, in, interesting point that you that you just made about like the the cost of of kind of advertising on these platforms and stuff. I'm just kind of I've dabbled a little bit into into paid promotion of a couple of videos on Facebook more just to see mm. like what does this thing actually look like? What does the interface look like? But but you're a bit more exposed to it than clearly what I am. Are you noticing? You know, a, a drop in the cost. That's what I'm, I'm hearing from other, 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 other things I see. Is like, is, is it cheaper now to I, to put a I video out so. to try and promote it? No. Well, it depends when you're comparing it to. Like, if if they say they're comparing it cheap to, like maybe pre uh, before we went into COVID and during and then probably post. I, d I definitely think there's obviously now it's probably is cheaper. If I go back to 2012, yeah. there's no way cost per impression is the same in 2012. Oh, yeah. As it is, More and it cost per yeah, so. it, it has been, it has been. Um, but when you spend two, three, four hundred dollars, I'm not so much looking for impressions as I am engagement. Okay. So I change when you set up ads, you can choose whether you want the engagement, whether you want the likes, the comments, uh, people buying from you, and whatnot. Um, I, I'm more looking for the engagement, looking for the for the DMs and the send message, like the. The business is going, you know, I, I'm sort of interested in this. Can you can tell me a little bit more and actually DMing me through the Facebook Messenger. Um, sorry, mate. I don't know if you heard that. Let me let me get rid of my uh, outlook. Yeah, I got it. So, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's Facebook is completely dead unless you run ads. It's very, very difficult now without it. Instagram, there's still a bit yeah. of organic reach you can do, but it's still very ad friendly. It's still Zuckerberg wants your cash. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, LinkedIn, like I, I haven't, I haven't run a LinkedIn ad in, in probably over a year. And the last time I did it was very expensive. It does get engagement, but I want to mix that in with my uh, colleague of mine's B two B social selling, Jeff Yang, which I did a podcast before uh, number eight. Uh, that was a very interesting um, a service that he set up and pioneered in Australia. So. I, YouTube, I haven't actually started YouTube pre-roll ads. I'm still looking for a really good videographer to help me sort of. I think I want that to be a little bit more edited, um, but I think I'm doing enough. I'm doing so much social media, man. Like, like it, 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 I, I'm not – what I need is someone to help me do the editing and all that sort of stuff because I'm yeah, producing yeah. so much content. It's on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn and Twitter, um, that TikTok, uh, that it's sort of – I need to. I want to pull that back a bit and get better quality rather than just spitting out the quantity. So that's okay. where I'm heading. Yeah. So you, you haven't run ads yet. Those? I've looked. So 
so first financial runs ads so the business that i work for um so they they do ads you know targeted particular demographics and things on across facebook mainly uh and the keywords the keywords on google i think i think it is i'm not not too heavily involved involved in it Uh, but there's a there's a fair bit of that goes on um me personally because yes in, in in financial advice it's much more a person-to-person relationship. Like someone's going to, you know, mm-hmm. you know want to seek out my my assistance because they you know that they know, like, and trust that kind of that that that, that combination there. And so I do a lot of work for my for myself to try and build my own uh, network as an employee of First Financial because someone's going to come come and want to work with me because they know me and and have gotten to know me over a period of time more so than they've gotten to know this brand of First Financial. Um, but the work that, that that they do with the 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 first financial kind of sponsored posts through Facebook and the like, it, it leads to some inquiries. We get a fair few come through come through the website. Some are a whole lot better than others, but there's a number of them that 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 come through. Yeah. Um, what what would your view be on for, for anyone like looking to develop their personal brand? Like we were kind of talking a bit off off uh off air so there's you know like a personal linkedin page and personal facebook page and, and and those kind of things but what what do you think i should do i think um, well you need to keep going as you are my <laughs> man yeah yeah and i'll i can get into that like i think you should have if you turn to your personal brand i think you should have the james wrigley.com.au built up with a blog all right, and yep. I think I think look, content marketing overrides everything that you do. Content marketing is a little bit different when you're looking at it from an SEO perspective. It's a little bit different when you're looking at it from a social media, and even within social media, it starts looking a bit different on TikTok versus Instagram. As you you know, you're a Gary Vee fan, right? So you know the difference. So let me stay away from the social, right? What about with the personal branding from from the from the SEO? Uh, perspective does overlap into social media when you start looking at YouTube. I think you should definitely, definitely, definitely start doing YouTube and then mm-hmm. and then basically in your jamesrigley.com.au site, integrate your blog content through video that you've done on YouTube and embed them into blog articles. And what that does is is when you're building content, which I actually prepared for you earlier, you know, this is the dish for you earlier. <laughs> Um, so, like, like let's say like, I'm looking at business insurance and what people are searching for on Google and business insurance, and you can't underestimate what they what they're searching for. Like, in like what they very little they know. And so, if you start with, uh, like, in your blog, any specialty areas that you have, whether it's insurance, have a category called insurance. Even break that down into business insurance, income, whatever, like health insurance, um, and break that down. So. The blog will be a big part of your personal brand and then connecting that with your YouTube, L- learning what people are searching for on Google, writing the ads, doing a YouTube video, embedding them in and just being patient with that. And then from your 10, 15-minute video, you can create, as Gary V says, you know, the pillar content strategy where you'll take a two or three-minute clip, condense it down for, face- for your Facebook ad or um, take a minute clip of like a little bite-sized chunk of of fact like you know so for example uh if people are asking you know what 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 insurance do i need for my small business like that's what they're searching for on google right so you can create like a 1500 word article about here's every type of insurance you need 
for your small business. And then what, what I do for my clients is we break that down into what can we write in that article. So in that article, we break we look at other keywords around that. So that might be um, small business insurance costs. Uh, is there any free alternatives for, for my small business? Is there any grants that are available? You know, So we work out, we have the overriding parent cap topic and then we look yeah. at other searches that they're doing on Google that can then de- uh, become a derivative of the, of the parent, right? So that will then help your article get more exposure for multiple different types of keywords and then build your YouTube channel and incorporate that in into that. So that article, if someone goes to Google, what insurance do I need for my small business? You can get found three times. Look, where's the camera? <laughs> three times, right? You can get found in the in the Google normal web results, right? The video search, and even within the the standard web results, there'll be links to your YouTube. And the fourth yeah. is obviously YouTube itself. So did that make sense? Okay. That's what I would focus on. So I think your personal brand from a social media perspective, you you sort of you, you understand it because you listen to Gary V. There's no, but I think from an SEO perspective is where I can give you the most amount of value. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Does that make sense? What I said? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And so you're like you're you're referencing something there about you know what what people are actually searching for. Is there somewhere where you can find what people are actually searching for? Like how- well, we have we have tools. So we've got um, like one of my favorite tools is the Google itself, right? So what I like to do, I like to use Google because actually Google gives you a lot of a lot of information as to searches related to. Do you notice that section when you when you type in keywords into Google? uh no no okay so if, if i go you, into google yeah go into google and type what, what's your what's your because i can just put financial advice or what is your main do you have a specialty within like superannuation yeah just, just put financial advisor melbourne financial advisor right let me click on financial advisor now i just put financial advisor you put financial advisor melbourne just yet right so when I click financial advisor, you scroll down, it's got people also ask section, right? Do you notice that when you scroll? Does that generate on your end? Sometimes it might, sometimes it won't. Oh yeah, yeah. people also ask, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. does a financial advisor do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how much, should you, how much should you pay? What does a financial advisor do? This is one of the free ways that obviously ah. I have other tools. And if you scroll, if you click on the last listing, so actually click on what is the difference between a financial planner. Do you see that one? It's the fourth result. Yeah, yeah. You click yep. on that to make it collapse and then click it again to, to, to bring it up. And then what will happen? You'll get more you'll get more suggestions. Right? So then right. you get, is it worth Got paying? It. Right? I, I, I'd seen that before, but never given it too much thought as to like, you know, just you know, blog posts and videos and those, those kind of things, just answering those questions. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what, I've gone, it usually is. I mean, I've built affiliate sites where I've just copied, like this is 2010, where I just copied this whole, this section wasn't around 2010. So if you, what I did was I did it for, if you scroll right to the bottom of Google, you will see searches related to financial advisor. So scroll right to the bottom. Google's telling you what people are searching. Oh, yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I used in 2010 for my affiliate and went from zero to a thousand people in about three months. So yeah. it was the acai berry. The acai, I don't know, acai, if you don't really if you don't know much about it. It was this berry that's exploded in popularity. So I started an affiliate. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now they're everywhere. The acai bowls. This is 10 years ago. No one knew what the hell they were. 
And I just basically took 10 keywords. I, got these, I just spun the content and got it written by someone from overseas with 10 bucks, wrote a hundred articles and it went from zero to a thousand. And I think, I think it was three months. I'm pretty sure it was less than that, but let's just say three months. Copy just that. Now, it may not always apply for you and you just have to keep the, the keywords going around. So it does have financial advisor Melbourne. So you know that's a keyword people type in. But what, what, I, was, what I was trying to get, uh, you asked me for your personal brand. I was, it's always the biggest problem people do with their own blog is they just blog about what, what they think people want to know rather than researching what they actually are asking. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the biggest, biggest number one mistake. Like, I'm sorry, but no one cares that Sam from sales got a promotion. Yeah. No one cares. No one cares about Sarah's birthday cake either. No one cares about what your business has acquired and which companies it's acquired. That might be good for financial review, but no one cares about it from a Google perspective. They want to know how you can help them. We're in, we're in an on-demand society, and when they ask questions, they want answers. And then, as you know, Gary V talks about voice. So this is going to be massive with with and voice is already developing on Google Home, but the voice searches. So someone typing, someone asking Google, what is what is a normal fee for a financial advisor? You have to ask yourself, James, when Google spits back a result and tells that person what the information is, which result do you think they're going to grab from their own search results? Yeah. I don't know one. which one are they going to grab? Most likely number, number one. one, unless they unless yeah. you ask for a different. Um, so. Financial Advisor Melbourne. Now you're getting into location SEO, which is a little bit different. So there may not always be um, good content, but if you type in, people also ask the different, what is a normal fee for a financial advisor in Australia? How do I find a good advisor in Australia? There you go, James. Yeah, How okay. do I find a good advisor in Australia? And then just mention Melbourne in the article. Remember I told you how you break it down. Say, just because you're in Melbourne, could you provide financial advice over Zoom? Or is it something by law you have to sit down with them face to face? Nah, so we can we can provide advice. So I've got I've got clients right around Australia. They don't have to be in, in Melbourne. Again, mm -hmm. there's clients that are overseas as well who kind of deal with their Australian affairs yep. for, for them whilst they're, whilst they're overseas. Okay, because yeah, so I've got yeah, because I had a broker and he told me that I think something to do with brokering that to see them face to face. Yeah, um, mortgage brokers. So I don't. Yeah, no, well, if you don't, mate, there is a plethora of content ideas for you to write, man. Yeah, there you go. Right. So there's a takeaway for you, my man. Like I wanted to bring you bring, bring your value. So what I have then is I'll take these suggestions and I'll run them into the tools and that I have, mm. because at the end of the day, content marketing is the foundation. So what you have to work, how you work, what is valuable. On, on TikTok is is something you probably have to keep trolling an arrow on TikTok. But on then there's also, yeah. you can look at YouTube, what people are searching on YouTube. So even if you just go into YouTube, so one of the quickest way for you without the tools and the gadgets is, you know, how, how do I find a financial advisor? Same thing on, on YouTube is a little bit different. You know how when you start typing a search in Google, it gives you the suggests, the, the search predictions? That's what people, you can get a bit of an idea what people are searching on YouTube by the predictions. But I would start your blogging strategy, your personal branding through what I just mentioned, what people are searching for. So how do I find a good, a good advisor in Australia? I would go onto YouTube. I'll do a five minute video, edit it pretty well. Okay. Mm. Not like mine, which are completely garbage. Right. 
Um, <laughs> my editing's terrible. I like to think the content I'm delivering is great, but the editing it's itself content that matters. sucks, right? But for you, you could have like, here are five tips. And then you think about it. If you write an article about five tips to find a good financial advisor, you embed that into, the, into your blog article. People stay on, on your page longer. They're watching it. And all these little these are minor search factors to help you boost that article in, in Google. And the next thing is to try to get people to link to that article, which is a whole 10 yeah. part series of podcasts on its own. So that's probably, does that make sense? It does. It does. Thank you. That's uh, that's a, a brilliant tip. So, I'll, so I'll, yeah, I'll look that up. So how else are you going to show? I mean, you ask, I mean, at the end of the day, man, in personal branding is not much different than business branding in the sense that you just got to demonstrate your knowledge and give away as much as you possibly can for free to demonstrate value and knowledge and expertise. Cause what Google's looking for from a, from their perspective is it's a part of their algorithm called eat, which is, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. So the okay. more long form content you write to deal and answer people's questions, Google will start favoring you because you're getting more click, click. Because at the end of the day, all they care about is you answer someone's question. And they don't have to go back to Google to figure out their answer. Yeah, yeah. And then they're more likely to use Google next time. So it's, a, it's, a, it's the perpetual yeah. loop. And yeah. what Google sort of relied on for, for, for so long is links to determine quality. So a link to your blog article coming from Amiga Digital, right? I'm mm. in marketing. I say, yeah, I'm going to give you a link, James, because you're the best financial advisor I know. Google looks at that and goes, yeah, we'll take a bit of that into consideration. If my mortgage broker links to you, then that's a little bit more related. Um, and then if you get a link from the financial review or you get a link from Money Magazine, then Google goes, well, they're the, they're the platinum links and that will boost your, 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 your trustworthiness in Google so more of your content will rank. Yeah, okay. So I think it's accreditation. Gotcha. It's, like, it's like an endorsement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're looking for, isn't it? Absolutely. The, the endorsement from the other websites, yeah. And what, okay. people, what, what, what do people say about you that have knowledge in your industry? Because if you start talking to me about superannuation and hey man, I've got to spare thirty thousand, what should I do? Like a lot, of, actually, that's a, that's a lot of people search for that on Google, by the way, because I've been one of them. Uh, <laughs> like I've got to spare X amount of money. What do I do with it? Or what's the, should I put it in stock? Should I keep it up for investment in a home? I think yeah. that dire, that whole direction, you could create mountains of content. Just the education, it's a built built on education. Absolutely, and you know from listening to Gary V that. You know, try not to keep all your best information to you. I know the in industry you're in is a bit sensitive in terms yeah. of what you can share. Um, yeah. But I'm sure there's, think about all the free information out there already, but you adding mm. your, your, your sort of commentary on that and your expertise. Yeah. You don't have to, and then they think, well, this is the, and then if, if, if they're letting on your webpage, James, and it's like, you're giving, you're providing five reasons of how to find a great financial advisor in Australia, then they've just landed on your site to find that out, didn't they? Make sense? Mm. Right? So what are they going to do? So then yep. on the web page, you try to have course actions and then get, you know, subtly but politely make sure that the option to contact you is there. Right? Okay. Right? All right. So there's calls to action and things like that. So that's something that I would definitely do. Any so, I mean, look, you listen to Gary Vee, you get the idea, man. And it's just, it's just molding that into SEO because content marketing is the most important 
in terms of all branding of all digital marketing. And when I had this conversation in 2008, and we had these debates about content marketing or link building, I was such on the big bandwagon of content marketing. So when people say, you're like Gary Vee talking about content, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh man, like I was talking about this 12 years ago. I just don't- You were talking about the same stuff at the same so, time, yeah. Same stuff on a different platform. So, so, so it wasn't in, he put it, gears it towards social media, but I'm gearing it, I was gearing it more towards this, yeah. But content marketing was the point. Absolutely. So anything else I can help you with, my man? Any questions, any value? Because really, I want this to make it about you, not about my audience. <laughs> uh, look, nothing really more. I, I do need to run in a minute because I've got a meeting that I've got to get to. But sure. um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think just even that, like that, that's been absolute gold. That just looking at, like I said, I, I get search Google on stuff all the time, like everyone else does. I never really paid too much attention. Like you'd see those, those, um, those things come up there about you know what other people are searching for, all those questions, and often that's answering the question that I'm that I'm searching for in the first place, mm. but never thought about reversing that around the other way to to actually you know, do my own content. Of course, it makes sense now when you when you talk it through, but to do my mm. own content uh, around those those things that people are searching for rather than awesome. what I think someone might be interested in. Yeah, yeah. And then when, with the coming voice revolution with Google Home, and Alexa's a little bit different, but with Google Home, you're also, you're, by producing that long-form content, you're also preparing for how people will search more and more in the future. And long-form yeah. content, meaning those questions that people ask all the time, will be the front and centre. Like I'd rather, I'd rather rank for long-form content, 20 different articles, and bring four or 5,000 people than trying to rank for that one big keyword that all my competitors are going for. Yeah. We can talk about that yeah. next time. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Well, thanks so much, James. I appreciate it. And sorry about all those hiccups. That's all right. We got there in the end. <laughs> to talk to you again. Same, same. Thank you so much. All right. Bye thanks. <laughs>